0: Money FM 89.3. Best of Drive Time. Drive Time with Elliot, Timothy, and Chen Chen. Only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Danger. It's time now for some headlines out of the United States that we're going to review on our Washington report. Uh, A couple that stand out. At least four people killed with 28 injured in the mass shooting at the 16th birthday party in the United States of uh, the U.S. state rather of Alabama. We also have former President Donald Trump providing the first look at his post-presidency business dealings with a new personal financial disclosure. Quite a few headlines to get through. And on the aligned with me is a good friend of ours, Steve Oken, senior advisor, McLarty Associates. Good morning, Steve, or afternoon. Good. Okay,
1: you're in the afternoon now. Oh uh, gosh, I can never get good used afternoon. to it. You know,
0: seven years of doing that. Um, but you know. This is something I, I I don't want to get used to, is the constant talking about these mass shootings that happen in the United States, this time at a 16th birthday party in Alabama. Uh, we know so far at least four people killed, 28 injured. Uh, is there any other news coming out with regard to this? No, other than it's just another of a string
1: of mass shootings in the United States where, in this instance, dozens of people are the victims of, of firearm-related violence. and. You know, Elliot, I was, I, I was speaking with a, a group of Elon University students, Elon North Carolina, they were in Singapore in January for their uh, a term, and I was just speaking with them about yeah. business and life in Singapore. And they said, you know, they were asking, well, what is it, you know, what do, what do people think about America uh, here? And I said, look, for the most part, people really like America. They like Americans. They like American culture. But there's one thing you cannot explain. They cannot understand, and it's gun violence. And I don't know how to how to how to explain it to people why the U.S can't handle this. I, I, I can't get a handle on it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's weird. And and I, I'm someone who's uh, trained a, a couple of uh, weaponry as well. I, I don't see the joy in holding. It's, it's you know, it's it's harmful. Uh, President Joe Biden has renewed calls for, for tougher gun laws, but we're still not seeing enough progress. Well, no,
1: and, 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 and there's some obvious, simple solution, which would fit with clearly within the Second Amendment, don't allow you know, the the bump stocks and the automatic weapons where people can fire so many bullets so quickly, yeah. and yet we can't yeah. even, as the United States, stop that. Forget about banning guns. I mean, mm. okay, that's not going to happen in the United States, probably yeah. not, not in my lifetime, but you could certainly take rational steps, but we can't even do that as a country right now. Yeah,
0: yeah, oh, man. Uh, I, I don't even know where to, to go from here. I mean, even, even if you could get, Okay, let's 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 play a hypothetical here. Even if you could enforce a law, a universal okay, guns are banned in the United States, realistically, right, it's gonna take a long time to clean up then what we would call illegal firearms.
1: Yeah, and, and there are just some simple states you have, you have to be able to take. I mean, it is so crazy right now in the state, I think it was in the state of Tennessee, you lose track of all these mass shootings, where the police have confiscated the weapon from that shooting, and they... Cannot destroy that weapon that was used in a crime. They have to then auction it off where somebody can buy it. Mm. That is how crazy the gun laws are in parts of the United States. In In the month of January this year, we had 52 mass shootings with 87 dead and 205 wounded. In February, 43 mass shootings. Mm. In March, 39 mass shootings. In April, it's only April 17th, we've had 32 mass shootings already. I mean, it is just it's just again, it's inexplicable why the U.S. can't can't do something about this, and and we we can't unfortunately expect otherwise. Except maybe it's just going to get so bad we can take certain small steps, like making sure that who have and that they're going to harm people, that
0: you take their guns away. We can't mm. even do that in certain states yeah. right now. Usually, Steve and I, we, we, we have a, a pretty light-hearted uh, sort of attitude towards some of these headlines, but this one is is, is just I, I, a mix of emotions, irritating, annoying, and, and, and sad at the same time. Uh, Steve, uh, the Kennedy family, uh, to move on to another headline, uh, publicly opposing Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s campaign challenging President Joe Biden for the Democratic nomination that's expected to be announced soon. Um, So, no no family support here. Uh, any idea where, where this family drama is coming from? It wouldn't happen to be because he was an anti-vaccine activist, would it?
1: Well, sad and annoying also by this. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so, look, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., I mean, you know, he started out really making great progress in the United States, certainly in the environmental area. And, and something happened where he's he's gone off this track of of being an anti-vaxxer. He yeah. even went went so far as to say during COVID that Anne Frank was better off than Americans under vaccine mandates. I mean, so now you're talking about anti-Semitism and, and, and comparing, you know, what what uh, you know Anthony Fauci was trying to do to to, to the Nazi regime. He talked about how Saran Saran, who assassinated his father, actually didn't shoot him. So he's just really gone off the track. He's broken with the the Kennedy family for many years, and now... um, None of the, his family is, is going to support him when it comes to this quixotic campaign for president.
0: Okay, I'm all the way here in Singapore. I, I, I can't say I'm the biggest expert on uh, American politics, but that sounds very unblue. You know what, what he's saying? <laughs> yeah, you probably get where I'm coming from. I mean, does he even have a chance at beating Biden for that nomination? Let's say he, he had all the support in the world. He has zero chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll now, I don't know if you know the down of your huge.
1: I, I, I imagine you might be a curb your enthusiasm. Uh, you know, the, the Larry David, yeah. Cheryl Hines, who plays Larry's wife on the show, is Robert Kennedy Jr.'s wife in real life, and she said, "My husband's opinions are not my own." So I'm with Cheryl,
0: Cheryl, on this show I'd, I'd rather see that lead actor from Curb Your Enthusiasm give it a go. Yeah, uh, sure. But that, that's just me. Okay, uh, former U.S. President Donald J. Trump, he has provided the first look at his post-presidency business dealings, a new financial disclosure. Uh, what are some of the key takeaways? Uh, anything stand out for you? Well, I'm guessing that you are not one of the
1: few people who bought his digital asset, the non-fungible tokens, no, which are his virtual trading. Well, you and a lot of other people didn't buy those because <laughs> oh, we know... the, we know from this financial disclosure form that, you know, his online trading card sales were underwhelming. We know his social media company took a huge hit. At at one point, the the valuation of this, you know, Truth Truth Social was was supposed to be $9 billion and, and he's got it pegged at between 5 to $25 million. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we don't get a very clear picture because a lot of what he reports is in very broad ranges, okay. but it certainly shows what isn't working, um, and it shows where he continues to, 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 to do make some money, such as Melania Trump getting a new mm-hmm. revenue stream. So we, we, we see some things coming out there.
0: Right. Um, there is uh, something brewing in the uh, Republican front uh, with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. What are the odds of him giving uh, Donald Trump a run for his money and getting that nomination for the Republican seat for next year's election?
1: Well, this, this one's starting to get ugly now. Okay. Right. And, and this is we saw uh, the, the super PAC for Donald Trump come out and attack uh, Ron DeSantis, mm. uh, saying that he has pudding fingers. Talking about uh, how uh, he likes to eat pudding with his fingers, and that how he's going to make a mess out of you know Social Security, and and now you've got. Uh, Desantis going after Donald Trump, saying why is Donald Trump attacking a Republican? He should be fighting Democrats, and not him. And so, even though Desantis isn't in the campaign yet, you see that these are the you know the two heavyweights, at least at this stage in in the Republican primary. So a lot brewing to watch, and you're going to see some pretty vicious attacks, I think, uh, between those two.
0: I want to be a fly on the wall at one of those uh, liberals' meetings and see if they're <laughs> secretly hoping Mr. Desantis would beat Trump. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i don't i mean i think everybody on the on the democratic side would recognize that from a Head-to-head matchup. Yep. Biden beat Trump once. Why would he be, Why wouldn't Biden beat him again? Yep. And that the would be much tougher in the general election for Biden than with Trump.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, final issue to look at: China refusing to let U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken visit Beijing. This over concerns that the FBI will release the results of an investigation into that down-suspected Chinese spy balloon. Uh, so, you have to say that visit to China is officially cancelled, and that relations are going into an all-time low. Uh, your thoughts on this, Steve?
1: Well, relations keep getting lower. Um, I, I, mean, I think for at some point, the Secretary of State's going to meet the foreign minister in China, mm. but we certainly don't know when. It's not going to be anytime soon. I mean, the Chinese seem to be very worried about this, this report that is going to come out of, of the, of the spy balloon. The Chinese said it was not a spy balloon. It was just blown off course. There was nothing nefarious here. Yet the U.S. has the balloon. It has the technology. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be able to to share that with the world. And when it does, um, the Chinese are going to have to walk back what they said or this. And they don't want to be, they're worried that this report will come out when Blinken's in China, which will terribly embarrass the Chinese. And so we're certainly going to have to see the report come out before Blinken will go. And depending on what the report says and what tone it takes, it would be months before before Secretary of State makes that that planned visit that was supposed to occur a couple months ago, and yeah, it. And when you can't have this high-level delegation, it does harm U.S.-China relations. Now, we should keep in mind the 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 top State Department China official, who's you know at the deputy level, deputy assistant secretary level, Rick Waters. He was recently in China. The former Chinese ambassador to the U.S. is just in Washington. Mm. The Commerce Department is talking about sending people ahead of a Secretary Ryan Mondo visit. So it's not zero but, but it, the, 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 in terms of dialogue, but it's not where it, it, it should be.
0: And and it'll be a topic of discussion for sure, as usual, at the G7 meeting. Uh, I believe there's one coming up.
1: I think China is going to be the main topic for discussion, <laughs> especially when you have the foreign ministers meeting in Japan. Uh, that will certainly be a topic,
0: no doubt about that yeah, one. That would be quite a sight, a room full of suits talking about balloons. Uh, there you go. Hey, i <laughs> yeah. managed to squeeze in a joke after all. Steve Oaken, senior advisor, McLatia says, see it's on the line with me. Steve, as always, I appreciate your time and your insight. You take care and have a great Monday evening, yeah?
1: Great to be back, Elliot. You too. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.